Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Master of Punk's Tamer Sages, the King of Ring himself. But your boy Thicky Smalls, Jerome Michaels, in the house. Welcome back, Gas Digital. It's Saturday at 2 o'clock. You know what time that is. That is time for Slick and Thick. And here we are coming to you from the beautiful Boca Raton, Florida, in this great country of America. It is your boy, Gerard Michaels, wishing you a happy Saturday. And to my right, as always, my co-host through this wonderful experience, the man, the myth, the legend, at six foot three, 200 pounds, and every one of them is a problem. The CEO of the RNC, the master of punks, the tamer of sages, the king of the ring himself, Slick Mick the Ruler, Mickey Gall, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, what up, Big G? Hanging, hanging. All right, today we got a great guest. He's been demanded, not only by the fans, but by our producer, Christian, demanded. in particular. Yep. It's been heavily requested. A friend of mine that I've known since we were both teenagers, none other than the UFC's silent assassin, Vicente Luque. Welcome, Vicente. Vicente Luque. What's up, guys? Thank you for welcome, having welcome. me. Yeah, welcome, brother. Been, it's been a while that I had to come here, and yeah, now we're here. It's Long time fun. coming. Yes. We're gonna get. We're gonna have the silent assassin is gonna speak. Yeah, gonna get yeah to hear no, from I, I do talk. I do talk. When I'm not assassinating people, I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just when I gotta do business, then I go quiet. Yeah, about that business. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you've, you've always been like that. You've always been a little quiet, but you like people don't know. Like you, you're like a funny guy. You like to talk. You, uh, you know. But yeah, you handle your business. Nicest guy in the world too. Thanks, man. Hey, yeah, I appreciate it. And yeah, it's it's crazy. Like uh, how long it's been, you know, and especially knowing you. Back in the day in Jersey, and even before we were in the UFC. I know. So it's, it's nice to see how far we've come. You Isn't know? it crazy? It's crazy. Yeah. And as yeah, people can tell from your accent, you are from uh, Westfield, New Jersey. You know, that's the, <laughs> that's, uh, that's the, the that's, well-known. That's how everyone sounds. In, that's well, the well-known no, West. Close. Uh, Long Hill. Long that's Hill. Where, that's, oh, where his, yeah. that's where his pops lives. I was born in Westwood. Westwood, Westwood, New Jersey. Oh, yeah. look, at he yeah, did yeah. his homework and just fucked oh, it up a yeah, little, little bit. bit. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Messed it up bit. a little bit. Ah, all right. Yeah. Good thing is it's being recorded. So from the top, everybody back to places <laughs> one. <laughs> but yeah, so you, you, were, you were born in Jersey. Yeah, born in Jersey. Uh, my dad is Chilean. My mom is Brazilian. And I moved back, like I moved with my mom to Brazil when I was about seven years old. And then I grew up most of my life in Brazil. But I would visit my dad at least once a year, usually in, in winter. And yeah, in Jersey, he still lives there. He lives in, in Long yeah. Hill. Yeah, no, I remember. Um, yeah, if you had, if he had stayed in Long Hill with his pops, we would have went to high school together. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah can true. you imagine? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that would have been pretty sick. You would have had to deal with Mickey, you know, cheating on the football field all the time, pinching guys <laughs> under the line. Facts, that's true. What'd you, did, what, what's, what's it like growing up but, in Brazil then? Is it uh, the high school very different down there than it is up here? You were going back and forth? Yeah, I mean... Like, I never studied here. I always studied in Brazil, and I think it's really different, like, from, from what I've seen, from what I've heard. Like, there, the biggest difference is, like, we don't have sports like the guy, like, here, everybody. The does. high schools oh, don't yeah. have sports. Yeah, the high schools, like, we have physical education one day a week, and usually we play soccer. We just go and ask the teacher, hey, let us play soccer, and so he says, okay, do whatever you guys want to. And then we don't really, like, do any sports on the school and it's not like a big thing like you get get scholarships and and things like that 
So it's that's that's really different. And the way I got to sports was my mom is a black belt in karate. My dad played rugby all his life until he was 43 years old. So kind of like I, I had, you know, always I was taught like you have to do some sport. Whatever it is, I don't care what you're going to do, but you're going to do one sport just to keep, you know, uh, doing it because it's important. And yeah, thank God I did it. You know, the good that my parents were there telling me to do that because now it's it's how I pay the bills. Wow, that's very interesting. So it's like a club. It's more like a club sport type of a deal over there. Like you join your own club then? Yeah, yeah. And the biggest sport there is is soccer. So everybody Jogo Bonita. Playing, yeah, everybody plays soccer. The thing is, like, you could play soccer anywhere in the street, in dirt, and whatever. So that's why it's a big sport there. Everybody plays it, and everybody wants to be a soccer player. So most of the talent, the young talent, learns in the street. Then they try out for one of the big teams. And then the big teams recruit, like, teenagers, maybe 12, 11, like, even younger sometimes. And they'll recruit them, have them, like, living. You're talking about, like, team. Manchester United and people like no, that. No, no, no. I'm talking about Brazilian teams. Oh, like so the, Brazilian, so the yeah, pro yeah, yeah. teams recruit kids at 12, 11? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And then many of these kids, like, some are going to make it pro in Brazil. Mm-hmm. The best of them are going to be sold to Europe much before they even reach pro in Brazil. Mm. Yeah. Well, the more things change... <laughs> well, you, you, you were going to say something before I asked that question. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so I was going to say that give the origin of me and Vicente's uh, friendship was I think we were both like 18 or 19, and we were both training. He, you, you were coming down in the summer to come stay with your dad, and you were training at AMA Fight Club, <coughs> which is the gym owned by Mike Constantino. Oh, cool. Shout out yeah. to Mike, who... Uh, He's been on the podcast. Nice, and, uh, nice, yeah. But yeah, we were guy. training there in a room with like, man, who we had Jim Miller, Dan Miller, uh, Hafiello, Oliviera. Yeah, he was uh, there. He Hoffie was there. Was yeah. there. We had like Jamie Varner, Adlan Amagov, bunch of Charlie Brenneman, bunch of studs, yeah. bunch of studs have been. I went, there. I went there, I think, like in two different like times. So I went there that first time we met, and I was there, I think, forty days. Okay, and then. The next summer, yeah, I think the next summer I went there again yeah, for another 40 days. And, yeah, I got to train with Dan Miller, Jim Miller, with you. That's when we met. And and that's what's crazy. Like, I don't like, even think I had amateur fights at that point. You had no amateur fights. Yeah. Like, I watched your first, like, your first amateur fight. I remember you posting something about it. And I think I, I was yeah. texting you or something, sent you a message. Like, yeah, man, that's nice. You, you're going to get into it because, like, Back in the day when we met, like I had a few pro fights, yeah. and then you wanted to go start your amateur career and then go pro. But we had like we were so far from the UFC at that point. So we, far. But but at the same time, like the talks we had, we kind of felt that like we knew we were gonna be here. Yeah. We knew we were gonna work our way and whatever it costs, we we're gonna do what we needed to do to get here. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Now, now, don't don't you have the most darces in the U.S. in the yeah, division? Yeah. There are four, but like it it doesn't sound like much. It seems, but, no, yeah. it's a lot though. It's a specific. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, Specific yeah. move. Uh-oh. That was. Yeah. What the happened? Dark UFC. Yeah. yeah. There we got some yeah. descent action right here. So so. Now, well, I, what, real quick, real quick. I don't know if I should be insulted that I'm not Christian's favorite UFC fighter <laughs> in the room right now. I knew you were gonna say that. I'm not. Like this it's is true. A nice dark I, I, it is what it is. I'm not. I'm not his his favorite UFC fighter in the room right now. And uh, you know, it 
Does it hurt me? Sure. Mm. But I still if there was anyone, you, if there was, oh, thanks, pal. Mm -hmm. If there was anyone that it, that it wasn't said, and you, you know, the first time you said that, I was like, you picked a great one. Like, mm. you picked the right one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, I didn't even, like, bring you up. He brought you up. I was like, nice. like oh, do you know Vicente Lugier is my favorite? Nice. Isn't that fucking cool? Nice. I never yeah, said that. I never I said that. I never said that. I don't know what he's talking about. You have to say it, man. Man, give me, give me his flowers. You, uh, now, Ben. Uh, we're going to show the video for Vicente. I, ch I choked Ben out on the okay. podcast. Yeah, I want to see it's, that. It's gotten like millions of views. With the oh, rear crazy. naked choke. With That's the rear crazy. naked choke. And you... Um, so I, I was thinking maybe, the maybe, you, choke. maybe you yeah. left hook. Yeah. So I'm just saying, Ben. Maybe you throw a left hook at a at Christian. Uh -huh. I don't know. I, don't, I think Ben's done his part. Maybe it's Christian. I think maybe it's a body shot. Maybe a body shot. Maybe I think it's a, a, a body shot. shot. How about the darts? How about the darts? I don't want to go to sleep, bro. No. I would say I think the darts feels better. But if you want a body shot, we could do the body shot. It's gonna feel worse. <laughs> I'll do a body I know it. I know gonna, it from experience. Gonna dis, it's yeah, gonna, gonna feel worse. Yeah, so, so I'm taking body shots. I got. I'm two and zero amateur. Come on, man. <laughs> so the, the people. <laughs> on, you heard that resume over here? You heard that? <laughs> two and one, one two and boxing, Two and zero in MMA. Oh, three and zero okay, combined. Okay, okay, okay. That, that, that reminds me. Um, if he boxed, oh no, no please, oh no. Oh, don't look, don't look, don't look at him. Don't. He's gonna look. He's gonna start bragging about his fucking. I think I was a white belt when I got this one. This is a Boston Open. You look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> this is, uh, you know, I wear these to bed. Oh, dude, night. is that Grappler's That's Quest? That's a Grappler's Quest, <laughs> you know? And then, and then this one I'm really proud of. This is a Pan Am. So, yeah. so G gets it. He's a fighter too. Yeah, okay. that's what he's yes. saying. He's like, yes. you know what I mean. We're all fighters. These, here. We're all fighters. We're all fighters. These, <laughs> these civilians, they just. Am I right, guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look like such a oh. fucking asshole. Oh, look at this. <laughs> you look oh. like such a prick. It's whipped cream. Oh, there you oh, go. It's so good. Oh, look, he gets it. He's got his trophies and he gets his reward. It's like a reward. <laughs> And it's crazy because MMA, we don't get trophies or medals. No, we just not get good like, enough. Yeah. No, well, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay to get in there. You know what I mean? They might as well give you a piece of hardware. Yeah, yeah, that, that is true. Uh, that please is... keep him on now. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm gonna let him feel what it's like to be, you know, great. Oh wow! There you go. You want here? This is that's for you, buddy. Nice, nice. Yeah. Wow, don't just give those I'll to anybody, right friends. What an honor! I'll look at it. I'll look at yeah. It. Yeah, I got uh, um, I got the right video here. Ben here if we want to. <laughs> yeah, let's show. Let's show. Check that oh out. yeah, let's check that out. All right, here it goes. Bicep is gonna cut off this carotid, and my forearm's gonna cut off this carotid artery, right? And I'm gonna put the hand behind his head, and then I'm gonna start to squeeze, right? So I just applying a little bit of pressure, and I start to squeeze here. Tap out, Ben. Tap out, Ben. <laughs> tap out, Ben. Ben, tap out. I'm not choking him. I'm he's just holding him. No, no, he's not. He's coming back. <laughs> that was one of the crazy, craziest right. man, up, jokes I've oh. ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he can't now, remember anything. He's going to cut off this. My favorite part he's about so that. Adorable. Ben didn't tap. <laughs> ben didn't tap. <laughs> no, he yeah, re he remained it. calm during the whole thing. He did good, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yep. yeah. No, and he's a stud. He's like good, the the balls work, and the vulnerability it takes to be like, yeah, yeah. choke me out on camera yeah. in front of millions of people have seen that shit. We, get, we gave him a mushroom brownie before the episode. He just didn't know it. <laughs> he was like, hey, we got these really cool cookies. Yeah, the um, the funny the funniest part about that though, if you could pull that back up, Christian. 
The funniest part about that is read some of the comments of everybody critiquing Mickey's form and what he's doing. Oh yeah, wrong. yeah, yeah. People tell me I did the joke wrong. Everybody is your form it, sucks. Align your you elbow with ask the them chin. If they have any there you go. There you go. Yeah. Any medals to to. It judge. was all me. It was it was me and all, like okay, fifteen okay, burner okay. accounts. <laughs> Gee, this is my favorite one. The guy who keeps saying tap out, tap out. Well, after dude was slept, clearly lacks experience with this sort of thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it's very true. I've never been. Chin is supposed to be out. in the crease of the elbow. Elbow should be below. Yeah, this guy left like two like, paragraphs. If you, guys, if you watch how like anyone high level like no like chokes like it's it's yes my it, it looks like that but I actually fuck it I'm not explaining to these people I'm not explaining <laughs> explain to these it people. explain I'm not, it I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna they couldn't they couldn't understand the 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 sensitivity and the feeling that I have the way that I know I can I'm like a fucking canine or uh I'm I'm like a fucking big cat where I can sense with my canines where that the fucking arteries are. And I could just put it right there. My and any anyway, if I, I was I was barely squeezing them, I was barely squeezing them. But if I squeeze them hard, and it doesn't, they're like, oh, it's not. You're supposed to be able to breathe. I don't know if felines have canines. I don't no, think no. I don't think that's true. I, I don't think that. I think the reason uh, they're called Google canines it. is either we we have it? don't we we have we have canines. Yeah, we do. But we're not canines either. Guys, but cats have canines. Yes, they got their okay. big teeth and they fucking sense where the jugular is and they bite that shit. Should be called felines and then that's very true. <laughs> he makes a good point. I, I can't argue with that. He, There's a lot what, of <laughs> what did you think of the technique there, Vincente? What'd you think of the technique? Be Man, honest. I'm, be I'm, honest. I, I, I don't like I don't have the record for, for rear naked, so I cannot judge. Uh, that's He's fair. the one that does more rear naked chokes than I do. So yeah. Oh, yeah. We got nine chokes yeah. in the division between yeah, 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 us. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But you love the Dars, huh? The Dars and Anaconda as well. But mm-hmm. the Anaconda, like it's harder to get to. I have one in the UFC. What are your thoughts on jiu-jitsu not being real? Just stand up. Oh, my God. Again? <laughs> I'm just asking. As a, as a jiu-jitsu practitioner from Brazil, the uh, the idea of uh, the whole, like, Derek Lewis methodology of no jiu-jitsu, just stand up. Have you seen that? First of all, you know what we're talking about yeah. or no? This whole, like, thing online? No, like, I, I don't know if I specifically know what, what that, but I kind of, like, get the idea. And I've, I have an appreciation for it. Just for the sense, like, I love striking, and mm-hmm. I, I would love, like, some fights. I would love to see UFC with strikers-only rules. Like, you can only really? strike. I would love to see that. But not, like, it could like be parallel. Parallel. Yeah, kickboxing. Kind of like 1FC does it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, like the kickboxing, Small gloves, the gloves. And, yeah. and Muay Thai or whatever. It could be Muay Thai gotcha. rules because then you can throw elbows. Elbows, Yeah, knees, so, like, so. There's this, it's like a meme. It's like a meme that yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The, the internet does. Like, okay. jiu-jitsu's not real. Just stand up. Okay. And it's like, you know. But in Brazil, we have a saying. It it makes Mickey very mad. It it doesn't (laughs) doesn't make me mad. It was funny the first time we did it on the last episode. (laughs) Why are you bringing it up again? In Brazil. Because that episode is coming out after this episode. (laughs) Keep up. Ah, whatever. In Brazil, there is a saying that, like, it's called Jiu-Jitsu Salva. So Jiu-Jitsu saves. Why? Because there is a whole bunch of videos where guys are getting their ass whooped. And they pull out a Jiu-Jitsu move and when the they fight like a triangle yeah Nogueira yeah. brothers have been you know well, especially like big nog he has that been was the most amazing that. that was all i ever needed to know about brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah. when bob sap was beating yeah. his head into the ground and then he, he ripped his arm exactly. off i mean that yeah. was yeah, that, that was, was as a kid jiu-jitsu that was the saves. most amazing thing yeah, fucking yeah. 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 christian can you pull that that Ch- clip up bob sap Chael and, and uh, nogueira uh, chael sun and anderson silva yeah He's, yeah, he he yeah. lost 24 minutes of that champ of that 25 minute fight, and then he landed the yeah. triangle at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That, I mean, I was that's the best fight of of Sonnen's career. I feel like he that that's 
I mean, yeah. that's got to be so disheartening. You went with one of the greatest fighters of all time, and like you said, you won 24 minutes. Yeah. And then it's like, oof, that's hang with him. We got, uh, well, we don't need to watch the whole thing, but this is. These are highlights. Yeah. Oh, these are highlights? Look at Bob Sapp. That's crazy. For people that don't know who Bob Sapp was, the NFL really doesn't care about steroids, and this guy took so many of them, he got kicked out of the league. Yeah. So he was he was a lineman with Washington. He's like six foot seven, I think three hundred and fifty pounds here with abs. That's Nogara. He just picked up and tombstone pile drive in real life. Multiple times, yeah. <sighs> Look at the size of Bob yeah, no, Sapp. And yeah, you described him right. Like he's he's got he's got abs and like riblets on him. Like he's huge. What do you think? He's three fifty. I think in this fight he was 350 pounds. Look at that. Look at the jiu-jitsu. That was slick. And Nogueira's probably like 245, something like that. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. Nogueira's a massive human being. And look at him compared to Sapp. Yeah. I mean, you catch one of these things. And this is – Bob Sapp's had a, had a very weird career because he's kind of been, you know, he's been accused of throwing fights and doing pro – like, you know, so people I don't think realize this was him when he was legitimately trying to prime. be a fighter. Yeah. 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 And hey, he's great in the longest yard too. Oh, he's phenomenal in the longest yard. He's very yeah. funny. Yeah. I, <laughs> I broke a did joke. But you got it. You got to just go to the very end, man, because that that fight, Bob Sapp hammers Nogueira's face. Like, I mean, he just hammers him. He's bloodied and breathing. Yeah. And then he had tried a couple times for the armbar, and Sapp actually like curled oh, out of it at 240 pounds. And then at the end, I think he he broke Sapp's arm, if I remember correctly. And then you know, in a in a twist of fate, he he doesn't tap with Frank Mir. And sheesh. <laughs> yes, that's crazy. That arm break was. Nasty. And the brothers, one of your uh, heroes. Yeah, for sure. Especially like Big Nog, I know him uh, personally a lot because now he works with the UFC in Brazil. Jujitsu Salve. Like ambassador. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu Salve, that's it. And he's kind of an ambassador. He is an ambassador for the UFC in Brazil. So he's always in touch with all the all the athletes from Brazil in the UFC. And in Uruguay, in Chile, I traveled and I was there a couple of days doing, you know, a lot of kind of meet and greets in the gyms and stuff, promoting the fights before the UFC went there. And then I got to hang out a lot with, with Big Nog. And he is, man, amazing person, like... He understands like the sport and and really kind of looks after the fighters and the athletes and make sure that you know that that we're taken care of in the sense like sometimes we just want to fight we just want to come here have fun and, and and do this but we're gonna get old at some point we're gonna you know we gotta think about that not often but at some point and and that's what I think that he has been helping a lot of guys in Brazil uh -huh. and even talking to me like he. He kind of opened my eyes to, hey, now you still have maybe 10 more years to fight, and that's great, and you got to give it your all. But little by little, like, go planting, planting little seeds on other things that you could do afterwards, you know, because, hey, you're going to be 40, 45. Hopefully, you're still going to have a long life ahead of you, and you still have, you know, to pay your bills and do whatever you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, yeah, it's like you have to have tunnel vision. You know, this is what we're doing now, but we're – intelligent enough to know we're not going to do this our whole life you know yeah, we can't yeah. fight forever 
Like well, you, probably by 45, we're going to have to probably figure out some other shit to do. Your team is very important then, you know, because this way you can have the tunnel vision you need to have. But then, you know, it's such a sad story. You hear about it in baseball. You hear, you know, you hear about guys get with the wrong agent. It happens to South American guys, Dominican guys a lot, and they get done. And the agent's like, well, you know, have a good one. Well, where's all my money? Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, oh, what do you mean? Not, <laughs> what do you mean it's gone? It you know? I mean, it happens here too. Tiki Barber tried to make a comeback after a bad divorce. It's pretty amazing i mean it's it's pretty wild what happens with these guys and but i mean there there's weird not weird i want to say there's really good opportunities for growth in your sport that i don't think are in other sports mickey was just down in uh columbia and i was shocked watching how good those fighters were yeah you know so i mean there's entire regions of the of the world that haven't even been you know open to your sport speaking of which looks like we're going to be going back october 14th empire MMA. and we're gonna we're gonna be out there we're gonna be doing the podcast live from colombia we got a little setup we're gonna have our boy el patron on el patron we'll probably get ben the bane davis on you know we'll have our, our boys out there it's fun we'll, i'm we'll gonna do go and translate stuff. to spanish you're gonna come and help <laughs> translate right, translate go, baby. that'd be great <laughs> let's go that'd yeah, be phenomenal i need you, I need yeah. you out there sorry para you're out yeah. <laughs> We got you. Now, got... El Patron, he he translated the whole "Want You Heal." Really good fighter, bro. You'll, uh, hopefully, I want to get him down to Kill Cliff at some yeah. point. Um, he's a stud. He's got like got style. Like you know, he's nice, he's, nice. he's bilingual. He translated the whole seminar I did oh, awesome. down there. Yeah. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, he, we'll get him on the pod, and hopefully, we'll get him in at Kill Cliff soon. But it is such a growth potential, your sport. Like you were saying before, soccer. It's a ball. You can play it anywhere. Get some people together, and you pretty much understand it. Football is cultural. You know, you have to really grow up in America to, to kind of get it, right? Yeah. You play rugby or, or Australian rules. They're very, very cultural. Baseball, very cultural. Cricket, very cultural. Fighting, everybody's throwing hands. Everybody kicks. Like, you can do this all across the world. And you've really only been a professional, high-level professional sport for, what, 30 years? Yeah. I mean, the, the growth of, of your sport over the next 100 years could be bigger than almost any of the other ones. And, and it already, like, it's huge. That's the thing, everybody, like, as you said, fighting is something that everybody does. It's not only a sport, but everybody fights. Mm -hmm. That's that's just in our DNA. That's just what we do. That's just, like, one of the things we're born with is the ability to fight. Sometimes, some of us are good, some aren't as good as, as hey, others. The only reason but, hey. we're all here is because one of our ancestors had to kick some yeah. fucking ass and keep the bloodline yeah. alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple I mean, of everybody, them. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody probably several of them. You know what <laughs> I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. that, that's in our DNA. Like For that, sure. That, that fighter gene, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's what kind of, like, draws people, draw most of people into the sport, especially because, like, there is a big thing about violence, like, no, not good, you know, oh, violence is not good and this and that. But that lives in everybody. Mm -hmm. And the UFC and, and, and fighting sports is where I think that a lot of people get kind of like, okay, that, that part of them satisfied, you know, okay, at least I watch this and kind of like deal with whatever, you know, that, mm -hmm. that I think mm -hmm. that is judged badly, like, oh, violence is bad or whatever. And on the other side, we get to show everybody that, hey, we do this as pros. We do this at a high level, and we show everybody that this is part of life. Like, how many people I know have nothing to do with MMA and don't fight, but have been, like, their lives have been changed because of fighting and martial arts. Well, th this, is, and all that. this is where you have to, I really think, you have to give the Gracies in particular their flowers. Because when the UFC was first getting started, UFC 1, 2, 3... 
every media apparatus was against this. This is human cockfighting. This is this is blood sport. These are their ex felons in there, and then they won, and they won with such class. They won with such grace, such dignity. They they talked about the martial artist, and then now people saw. Wait, these are not just badasses. These are marketable athletes. The same way you can market this person, the same way you can market a football player, the same way you can market a baseball player. We can sell. Venom. We can sell Reebok with these guys, yeah. and that's a massively important thing on the other side of it. I mean, that's, you know, and, and again, when you're looking at growth for a sport, when you're looking at it from a business perspective, and you're telling, you know, now you have almost that idea. You guys are all in great shape. You're young. Now guys are getting really good on the mic. On top of it, it's a, it's it's a compelling. It's a really compelling entertainment now. It's not just about yeah. the original. The original attraction was. Well, is karate going to beat judo? Is judo going to beat a street fighter? Now everybody kind of has similar disciplines, would you say, Mick? Or you, ha- no? you have to have uh, a, a little bit of all of it. You have to actually be kind of world-class in, in each area. Mm-hmm. But or you're else not, you're going to get exposed somewhere. It used to, I mean, even the old cliche from a civilian's perspective used to be styles make fights, right? But now, like, everybody can kind of grapple. Everybody True, but, can kind of no, strike. But no, styles do make fights still because there's – there's you can't it's that that's one of the beauties of it is like you can't it's it's so it's hard to be world class in one discipline mm-hmm. or you have to be world class in each or you at least have to find spots where you can be you know what i mean does that make sense yeah or i guess you'd have to be really good at, at forcing your will to move the fight where you exactly, want to being go being able to have a system that you can funnel the fight into the spots where you're superior yeah so like you know? i don't know but like khabib never strikes me as a world-class striker but he was always able to get the the fight where he wanted it to go yeah yes he had enough of it to be able to do uh, enforce his game plan and i think it's like what what mickey said like you gotta bring the fight to what you are good at and even like if you watch Khabib and when he fought McGregor, I think at third round or fourth round, I don't remember, but he actually knocked down Conor McGregor in the striking. Why? But because before that, he already had wrestled, tired him out, made him think about the, those shots. And when he threw the overhand, McGregor went with his hands down. Yeah, big level change. Yeah, big level change. Down. Clean shot. So that's the thing. Like, he's not, I don't think he's close up like striking level with McGregor, but he was the one that knocked down McGregor. Mm. So because he brought the fight to to his tools and, and, and that's something that is really hard. And I think that that's like where the the higher level fighters are at is realizing what they're good at, what they where they should be fighting and also realizing where they're not good at and they shouldn't go over there. Interesting. Let's bring the fight this way. Interesting. Um we, we used to in baseball, we had guys there. There was like two different sets of guys, pitchers specifically. They always wanted to either pitch to the hitter's weakness. This guy can't hit breaking balls. I'm going to throw breaking balls. Or they always wanted to pitch to their strength. I don't care he can't hit breaking balls. I'm not getting beat on my second best pitch. So, I mean, as a fighter, when you're going in and you're looking at that from that perspective, is it more about exploiting your opponent's weaknesses? Or is it more about if if our strengths match, whatever, let's see, whether, let's let's let the chips fall where they may. I think it's a mix. Yeah, I would say it's a kind of probably a fight to fight basis, person to person basis. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think like the the second one that you said, like, hey, I don't care, I'm I'm gonna, like, if you have a strength and that guy is good at it too, like I'm a great striker and and I'm gonna fight another good striker, like when I fought Thompson, I I didn't take that fight to the ground, not one single moment, and like I had it in my mind, I wanted to beat him in striking because I'm a striker myself. 
he was better than me that night. And like, even though I think that I could have beat him, like if I just did one thing or another thing, mm. I lost that fight. What should I have done at that point? I am a better grappler than him. And in paper, like I know that I am a better grappler. You were chewing than him. him up with leg kicks early too. Yeah. But if I had mixed up some grappling into it a little bit, at the end, I could have been the, the winner and the better striker because maybe I would get him tired. Mm. And then my striking would overcome his his movement and everything. So that's that's where you really have to have a balance in, yeah, I'm going to do what I'm good at. I don't care what the guy is doing. But also realizing, okay, but he has like this this flaw where I'm good at too. Maybe I can exploit that a little bit. What, what's your corner's role in that, guys? What's your corner's role in, in helping that kind of adjustment in, in fight? And I think that, I think it's it's a lot about how you're connected to your corner, and and each one has a different like. In Kilcliffe, we have Henry, we have Greg, like these two. They they are the guys that I've been working for the longest since the Black Zillion days, and like they're different because one is a striker, like Henry is full, you know, kickboxing, back in the days like pure pure K1 level kickboxing. And Greg is a great wrestler, like a legend, Hall of Famer here, in, in, you know, in, in wrestling. So they have different looks of it. So what I what I see is they can give me the input of what they see out of their area. So let's see, I'm gonna fight. I'm fighting RDA now. Like there are several things that RDA does in striking that Henry comes to me and can point me out this and that. You could explore this because Henry knows my tools as well. Mm -hmm. So that's that's really important. Like Henry knows the difference between, let's say, me and Mickey as strikers. So if I'm going to fight RDA or Mickey's going to fight RDA, Henry's not going to do the same thing for both of us because we have different weapons. He's taller than me, and he can exploit things different different than I can. The same is going to happen in wrestling. Like, he is much more used to wrestling than I am, so maybe he's going to, you know, shoot more for takedowns, and Greg's going to say, hey, you could shoot five take takedowns in a round because I know that you could do it. Now, Vicente, maybe he should shoot one or two so that he doesn't wear out his, his legs and then he cannot kick anymore. So there's a lot that comes into it, and I think that's what, like, high-level coaches can really uh, start looking at each fighter as one individual and, and try to extract the best out of him. Uh, that's a great point. Yeah, I, th I think uh, not just in, in the corner, but as a coach, like, you want to – you don't want to change a fighter so much. Like, you don't want to put a saddle on a Mustang. You know what I mean? When they come to you and they have like their gifts, you want to just uh, enhance those things. But I think from the corner, it's like a, it's like a set, it's like a great second set of eyes, second opinion. Because there's going to be stuff that that they're seeing that you're not seeing just because you're in the fucking shit. You're locked in and you're you got your tunnel vision. You're trying to get and be in that flow state where you're just seeing reacting. You know what I mean? You're not sitting there thinking, oh, I wonder, blah 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 blah. You know, you're not. That'll make you a step slow, baby. Can, yes, it, it can mm. if you're thinking too much. So you kind of leave the thinking to them, leave the reacting to you. So they can give you, they can give you advice. There's times, like we talked about with Jim Miller, he mm -hmm. says he's barely heard his corner his whole career. Yeah. yeah. You know? And there's definitely times where your like corner, he, He's like, I'm not even paying attention. That's, that's, I, that's why when I corner people, I'm given, like, I, I've heard people try and, like, be like, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, like, brrr, just running off a million things. I know the guy's not hearing that. I've gr grabbed them if I'm in the corner and I'm like, stop. Stop. <laughs> like... He's not t t hearing this, you know what I mean? But if there's something where it's like, like, but the corner means well. 
Of course, the corner means yeah, well. Yeah, they mean well. Of, of course, Mo, most corners mean well. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. some corners might just want to see their like the boxing coach might be like throw this, and then the wrestling coach is like take him down. Ooh, that that should happen. They want to see their own stuff. They want to see their own shit get played oh, out. Oh wow, that's abs- that's absolutely really. It's, it's, it's ego, and it's it's. But yeah, it's that that and happens. That, it's I, a and part now of they men. know the cameras are on. I'm listening to them too. I get it. I bet it gets even worse these days. You know, they want to be. It shouldn't have the high level. Sport being new, you know. Yeah, that's that still happens. Like I I feel like. Other sports that have been there for longer, like it's become such a business and, and there's so much money involved and so many big things involved. Like y- there is no more room for guys that are going to try to just go there for their ego and, and want to show off. But our sport is still starting. So I think there is still room for that, yeah. especially in the like the smaller leagues and stuff. That's I, I, had a, I had a fight. I, ha- I was fighting for an amateur title. And I had a coach that I was working with who he was, he was working boxing with me. And in the third round, like I, I'd been, I was landing good hands first two rounds. Set, third round, I hit him. I take him down. I end up uh, submitting him, right? Choke him. Get out. I'm all happy. Got the belt and stuff. That coach stormed out, left. Didn't even say good, <laughs> congratulations to me, anything. I called him, I called him later. I was like, where, where are you? He was like, you could have knocked him out. Wow. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. <laughs> You, you made know? you made his brand worse. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> no, yeah, like I could have I could I, I could have done oh, I won a different way. <laughs> Fucking won. Points you're supposed to win, right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I I never realized that happened in that sport, but like that actually that makes a ton of sense. And you don't never think of it that way, but that makes a ton of sense in retrospect. These guys are wearing their shirts. They got their brand going. They want they want to see their style victorious because that's how they sell. When, I, when I'm cornering someone, I just want them to win. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how they do it. Yeah. I, if it's my teammate, I you know what I mean? Even if, let's say me and Vicente were working a bunch of jiu-jitsu. If, if Vicente knocks him out, I'm just as happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. I just want him to yeah. win. Yeah. I just want to see. I want to see him come home in one piece, get the W. We good. I hear you, but also, in fairness to those coaches, not that this is right. I understand it though. You're not. You're not selling. You know, memberships to Mickey Gall's Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Yeah, but you gotta fucking check your but ego. I, and yeah, yeah. Check. And I, what I think is like there is a way for everybody to grow in the sense that hey, I'm working with this guy, and maybe he didn't win like with what I teach, but it made a difference because when you get in there, for, like, for me as a striker. Uh, until I didn't have a high-level grappling and high-level wrestling, my striking didn't flow. So it depends on one depends on the other. So a guy like a, a coach with experience and that that knows what's going on and is part of a team, like he will understand that he will grow with everybody's victory, even if it's not on what he teaches. Sure, because because it's it's like it's an individual sport, but. You need a team to train everything. Like, it's either gonna be you are gonna build your own team and you're gonna have different coaches, or you're gonna be part of a team that has one coach for everything because no one coach can do everything in MMA. It's, and it's, and you, it's hard to be a master. And like yeah. we gone back to what I was saying before, it's hard to be a master. Like there is almost there's real no masters in the MMA because good luck being a fucking re- wrestling master, a a Muay Thai or kickboxing master, sure. a boxing master. Uh, jiu-jitsu mass there's not enough time in the day well there's even and there are things that are contrary like there are things 
that are good for jiu-jitsu and are not good for wrestling. So one counters the other. You cannot be the best at both because they think differently. Blows right. my mind, having worked with Mickey and the guys kickboxing this last little bit, how different kickboxing is from boxing. Yeah. Like things that you do that make you successful in boxing are remarkably wrong for kickboxing. It's like, you, from, from a civilian aspect, you just think, oh, like, and you guys make it look so easy. And it's like, all right, so you do kickboxing, and kickboxing is basically boxing, and then you do, what's the difference between wrestling and and, and jujitsu and jiu It's all the same stuff, just different names. No, it's like, it's so different. It's so yeah. different, and the nuances. One thing that you do in boxing opens you up for so many things in MMA that doesn't open you up in boxing. You know, even the way you stand, the way, the way your feet are pointed, like it's right, it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Like, and it's it's those little tiny things, but then the lights turn off. You know, you're doing one thing wrong, and you're like, oh, I can get away with it, and then you get a kick in the head, and it's like, well, what did you learn? Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I learned I can't do that shit. You know, the stakes in your sport are so high. You fuck up in basketball, you give somebody the baseline two points. Let's run it back down the court. Yeah, you know. Somebody, somebody misses a block in football. All right, we lost three yards. Let's get back in the huddle. You fucking keep your hands down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Night's over, and it's six months of training for that fight. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You, mm-hmm. you, you know the the stakes in your sport are so incredibly high. I guess that that's the attraction of it. Yeah. But man, it's tough. Yeah, like you lose, you lose whatever soccer or basketball. Like next week, you're picking up a win again, and then you're in that mentality yeah. and that whole mood in the team, like you're winning again. With us, it's like, okay, we lost. If we didn't get injured, maybe three months. If we got injured, maybe a year. Who knows? Mm. And then you're, you're sitting through that, and you're all that time coming off a loss. So you got to work to get better and, and find your motivation and find, like, uh, things that are going to make you become better and, and, and pick up a win again. Sure. That is not winning because in other sports, sometimes like, okay, win, win, win. Okay, I lost, but we're going to win again. Okay, we're winning again. We're winning again. It's it's a whole different thing. And, like, I think that that's definitely what makes it interesting and what, as a fighter, makes it challenging. Like, when I see younger guys and sometimes I see, like, even guys in Brazil that I've seen for many, many years, like, there are certain things that I know that they are struggling with and I try to help them. But there are things that it's it's on you know on our own we cannot like I there, I cannot tell him like okay yeah it, you lost and it sucks but hey you gotta train you gotta get better there's no other way you're gonna get a win unless you come here and you feel that pain and you and uh-huh. you, you know that's go what promotes the, the change it's yeah. like the, yeah. and like some of those some of those a lot of those lessons you have to learn the hard way. You know, like you have to take that loss, feel that loss, and that's got to, but you got to keep that resolve to keep training and keep going. Even when you're, like you said, if you're out for six months, a year, sitting on a loss, you got to have the fucking mental strength to do it. And that's, that's one of the things like, that's great about martial arts, whether you're fighting or if you're just like a, a hobbyist. I mean, shit, there's not a much more fun way to work out than to be able to go smash some pads or uh, wrestle people and practice jujitsu. You know what I mean? Get that mm-hmm. to do that physical output, but also it's a, it's a vehicle for like self development. Like the way it'll develop your, your like I always say, you're forced to confront reality. You're forced if if you're doing jujitsu and you're getting submitted, you're like, all right, that guy could have just killed me. 
but I tapped. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't just bullshit yourself and be like, oh, it's because of blah, 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 You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the, um, the umpire's it, got a big zone today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not, you're, no one's calling the strikes on you. You're calling it yourself when you're tapping and you're like, fuck, yep, that yep. would, yep, could have, could have, could have put me to sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, you, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's like, that, that's why I always say, even just like hobbyists, like, what, start, if you start training, like, you're going to become, I think, a more real person. Mm. You know? Yeah, for sure. What what was the training uh like in Brazil and why did you decide to come up to America? Training was really good. Uh wasn't it was it with Cerrado? Yeah, it was with Cerrado. Yeah, Brasilia. I used to train in Cerrado in Brasilia and that's like I for, started for those fighting. of us that don't know what is Cerrado. So Cerrado MMA is a team in Brazil and it started in two thousand and nine. That was the same year I started fighting. So my first fight I didn't, my first fight wasn't as Serrado MMA because we didn't have a name from the team yet. We were part of another team. We left that team. I was one of the fighters. And then we opened this, like, kind of our own thing. Like, I didn't own the gym. Like, the, the, the Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. He's the one that owns the gym and opened it. But I was part of, of, of one of the fighters. I was one of the fighters in the team. And since then, until now, like, until my last fight, I trained there and I, I trained in Brasilia, you know, and I w was always back and forth. I have had like longer periods, maybe three months that I, I spent here back in the days in Black Zillions, then Hard Knocks and, and through the whole process until we got Kill Cliff. I was always back and forth, but mainly based in Brazil. Is there a difference in the training styles? Is there something that stands out? There are differences. And I think that there are really like what I what did I really like from there? And why did I stay there for so long? Uh, like the vision they had more of my individual like characteristics and how to game plan specifically uh, for 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 like specific fights that I had and how I, we could have the whole team because it was it's not a super big team. We could have everybody kind of like okay now Vicente is gonna fight so everybody is kind of for my fight because other guys didn't have fights gotcha. and then whenever somebody else had a fight everybody was working a little bit more of an individual attention as opposed more to like a team yeah, yeah exactly while, while at Kill Cliff there's gonna be there's 20 guys with fights coming up yeah. so it's a little more yeah. like boxing yeah. there's a training camp specifically for more you more specific to you gotcha. yeah. I, I had the same yeah. thing at Grace yeah. in New Jersey where you know my home gym yeah. you know it's the same thing you get the your individual attention is definitely uh, more but the training partners and like all the you know the high level coaches high level training partners can't be killed and 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 i would say even like more like because i've been killcliff is a really similar format like a lot of the fighters and some of the coaches are together since the black zillion times so like it has developed so much back in the day in black zillions like you had one striking coach one wrestling coach and then one grappling coach, and that was it for 50, 60, 70 fighters. Nowadays, Jeez. like Henry has so many other guys that work striking. And then you have you got Sean, Gr Dieter, oh, he's great. He's yeah. great. Uh, Sean Soriano, Jason, great. Stroud. Jason Stroud. Jason Stroud. You guys got some Dieter really, really high level yeah. coaching. Over. A lot of, lot of, and lot then of you guys. have like Saeed and, and Greg working together for the wrestling. And then you have Gerald, who is a great fighter and, and help us, you know, and, and Mickey, I don't know if, if at some point too helps with grappling. Gilbert and, and Herbert Burns, they also help sometimes with the grappling. So, like now, there's a great school. Uh, it's north a of here lot of guys. Way. 
Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, like, now it's so many guys that are working over there. And that's one of the reasons that I decided that now was the moment to move here. Why? Because now I felt like, okay, Killcliff now and, and, and this here, this environment in Florida has, I would say, the best environment where I could have is the closest where I could have both things. So I have mm -hmm. the highest level where you have, man, top 15s. I think the top 15 in welterweight, we have at like four guys or five guys, plus a whole bunch of UFC welterweights. And then you go to Bellator. We have number two in Bellator. Jason Jackson's going to fight for the title. We have Logan Storley Logan. that was the, the interim champ. So there is so much talent. Then there is the talent of the coaches. Like, it's not just any coach. Greg Jones has such a history behind him, you know. Henry, the he's same thing. He's been ducking thing. us on the podcast a little bit, Greg <laughs> yeah. Jones. He'll come yeah, here at some point. Yeah, one of these days we'll, we'll hard, get him on I here. think the hard thing for him is to sit down here for one hour. Nah, we'll get him. He's He'll be sick. here for 15 he minutes, stand, then he's he going to walk over me. there, then he's going to come over here. Yeah, he's gonna, all over the place. He, he got so much I, energy. I think we figured out the bait. We'll, we'll get a, we'll get yeah. a couple. We'll get, we, we, it's all about chum in the waters. We're gonna we'll figure out. We'll figure out some bait. Yeah, we'll get him in but, here. He, yeah, he got sick. Yeah. He was supposed to do it one day, and okay. he got sick and uh, couldn't. But we'll get. We'll have. Is him is there any concern? I could see the value. Iron sharpens iron for sure. I could see the value of that training. But is there any concern that you're going to become familiar with guys who you're inevitably going to have to fight someday? Or not for me. I mean, that that's crazy because that happened in the team. Kamaru and Gilbert fought. I was a. I was in Gilbert corner for that fight and i tell you it wasn't nice like it wasn't a good feeling because that's uncomfortable huh i trained with kamaru and i lived with kamaru in the ultimate fighter so i have a relationship with him gilbert and me we're brothers like we've cornered each other so many times our families are super friends super close so you know when that fight was gonna happen and gilbert and kamaru they have a good relationship as well and they had that before they weren't maybe as close as i am you know to gilbert that for sure but they they did have a relationship so there was that friendship there but it was a title fight it's, it was both their dream they had to do it and i messaged kamaru i let him know that i was gonna help gilbert for that fight but the day of the fight when when everything was happening, you know, when they were being announced, the energy was different. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it didn't feel good. And after the fight, it didn't feel good. I looked at Kamaru. Kamaru didn't feel good winning and, and defending his title. The whole thing was, was crazy. So that's something that it is challenging, and I think that it's going to become more and more common just because the sport is growing and, and teams like this, like Kilcliffe, I don't see a team like this not being what the future is you know it, it's like a fan franchise like when you see a a, a big football team you know mm -hmm. you got yeah, this that's what huge... they're trying to do that's what henry was on exactly. was talking about that trying to make it like a pro team yeah yeah and and, and Which, you know for the record i'm all in we've talked about this with the tommy g episode i i think the ifl had a brilliant idea they just executed on it poorly i would love you know the south florida kill clips versus the new york you know Gracie's versus the Sao Paulo, you know, Palharises. Like I like I would I would love it. Maybe I would love do it. A new PFL with that format. It could be. <laughs> or something, yeah. Yeah. Something Never where the coaches, know, you know, the coaches, you know, your heavyweight is hurts. So now your your welterweight has to fight the heavyweight yes. or so like I'd love that. I'd like <laughs> I I want the juice, baby. I want the juice, you know? Yeah, I wanna I want bare knuckle, no time limit fighting. 
You want you want to bring it back to the old days on the no docks? Time limit. Yeah, like finish like or, finish or, only. Yeah, finish only. I think they we need a time limit, but put a time limit. But if it finishes, it's a draw because then the guys are. going You mean fight. if the time limit go, finishes? Yeah. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Do you, do you think so? You put fifteen yeah. minutes and just go. Just go. Do you think yeah, no, no time rounds. limit finish only would actually be less? Uh, I think it would not be exciting. very fan friendly. Yeah, yeah. Because it, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how you, how, you know, it's it's that's, you're that's gonna be watching say, there for that's when I say an the, hour. The grappling side of it complicates it because an hour of grappling allowed, we're gonna go there. Even me, like I am a striker, but I'm gonna go grapple, and I'm gonna take a little break over that here guy treaty. Put put some punches. Now bare knuckle, if you put it time like. No time limit. It's hard. How is that not gonna be like a crazy battle? You know. You feel like guys are gonna be guys like. Are, I don't think guys are just gonna stand in front of each other and do nothing. We, It'll be fifty minutes of with, uh, with the game. So Gamebred's been doing bare knuckle MMA yeah, fights. I think that's nice. I think it's yeah. awesome. Uh, it, it's interesting though. You see people utilize kicks and elbows more to yeah. kind of protect their their hands. They don't want to break bit, their knuckles. You know. Yeah. It, it becomes very kick heavy. Yeah. You know, I just I just found that yeah. to be interesting and in just wa in watching a couple of the events. But if game, game break can too. still they can still grapple though. Of course, right? yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and I, like, I like that from a grappling standpoint too. You don't have the glove; it's easy to slip yeah. your yeah. chokes in and not get, have things grabbed. You know. And you still see bombs being thrown in that thing too, though. Guys are still yeah, throwing. Yeah. yeah. But what I think, like, it's crazy Craig Hardy how, got how, bad. how effective. The, the jab has always been effective. He didn't do game bare right. knuckle, He did bare-knuckle fighting. Oh, okay, bare-knuckle fighting. Bare-knuckle is so much more effective to jab because you're cutting guys up yeah. with little yeah. shots. I, you don't I, hurt your hand. Bust the you orbital, bing, yeah. bing. I, yeah. lo I love the – I mean, I, I'm a big boxing fan. been a big boxing fan for a long – I love the jab. I love uh, – some of the things in boxing I don't think translated well to early MMA. But now, because of some of the, the stylistic changes, I think some of the old school boxing stuff can actually translate yeah. pretty well into, because the sport is constantly evolving. It's con you know I look at it like football in a, in the way of well in the '90s you had 300 pound 320 pound offensive linemen and you hand the ball to the running back 30 times, but then the other side put 300 pound linemen and then now you can pass the ball. The game is always evolving as you start seeing guys. Do this kind of hybrid kickboxing wrestling mentality. The people who then start, you know, keeping people at distance with jabs and stuff. They're they're forming a completely different type of uh, of fighter. Like uh, there are guys that are out there trying to win points and wear people down. Yeah. You see, you never saw body shots ten years ago in MMA in the UFC. Now you see guys going to the body all the time. Speaking of uh, of boxing, uh, our our boy Caleb Presley, who does the Sunday Conversation, yeah. I wanted to show you guys. Uh, he he had Glenny Balls show Javante Davis uh, how good he punches. So if you guys want to check this about out, real time, quick. it's about time we got a real athlete on the program. Glenny yeah, Balls, Glennie ladies Balls. and gents. Just form. Just tell me if there's anything you should work on, basically. One of the best boxers in the game right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You want to see another one? No. No, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, okay, good. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So, Christian, you you don't think you know you got your boy here? I'll take a body shot. <laughs> take a body <laughs> shot. Christian's gonna take a body shot. I don't want right. to get yes. choked out, but yeah. I'll take a body shot. Okay, okay. You want to give him one? Yeah. You bless him with one? Yes, for sure. All right, we'll, uh, body we'll, shot. So we're gonna. Should I grab? I might need to grab my gloves out of. To grab gloves, okay. you want to go bare knuckle? 
however he wants it. How you want it, buddy? Wait, 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 wait. It, it, just in case you send him to the hospital, can we finish the show and then cut yeah, it later? We got to do we mixed do picks. We got to talk yeah, about a we'll couple other things. We'll, we'll do it at the end. We'll cut her in. We'll stop and then we'll yeah we'll set up. Just in case, just in case you break this kid's rib and shove it into his. He is a vegan, so he might be a little soft. Okay. Yeah, okay. Might, when yeah. you when you rupture his his lung, can we at least get the yeah, episode exactly, in? Exactly, and he's a little. Yeah, I had, I had a rib broken from a body shot. You shout have? out, shout out, Chris Porter. Yeah. Wow. Uh huh. Well, had a boy. Fucked we it go. up for a few Let's months. I could feel it moving around. I don't know if it was the cartilage or what, but nice. Felt weird. And that and that. So you're gonna do this one here, huh? Oh, yeah. what is this? Oh, we got a body what shot. What is this? Why are is this just a new bit where we just bring G treats during the show? Wait, I need more of a celebration. You wanna, I know, I know you're cutting weight. Yeah, motherfuckers just, fighting I'm in two weight. weeks. I'm do you just want to sniff it? No, I'm good. I'll look at it. I'll do you want me? To, do you want me to describe it to you in yeah, detail yeah, what it yeah, what yeah, it tastes please. like? I, I actually I'm not enjoy this. I actually do, do you enjoy really? it. Yeah, 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 for real. Because yeah. it's it's like in three weeks I'm gonna be eating one of those. So, oh, uh, you got yeah. a Hitler stash again. Yeah. Gosh darn it. <laughs> That's pretty good. I break up. Like I, need, so I need to dump that's, it in. That's actually funny. This sense that when I was when you're cutting Thank weight, you like a lot of pe- a lot of fighters, like they don't, they will like be upset if they see other people yeah. eating like around them. Mm. Me, I like when when we're in Vegas, and my friends go down to the buffet. I'm like, yo, send me a picture of your plate. <laughs> yes, I'm I like, do the same. The same, way? The same yeah. I can like, like live vicariously yeah. through them. Go for it. I know? like I like cooking too. So like okay. whenever whenever I'm cut like now this week and next week, I'll try to like do different things to my wife you know like different kind of plates that i am thinking about that i would like to eat just so that i kind of satisfy my mind mm. out of the thing so it's it's funny like i don't know i have kind of like just by seeing and i i'll go go into ig too and and see like those people preparing meals like yeah like burgers and stuff and i'm looking at that i'm like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna save these i'm gonna eat this after the i remember fight. in uh when i was wrestling in high school and yeah. having a cut weight watching uh that show man vs food yeah, you, yeah, ever, yeah, yeah. you remember that show I mean, with yeah, Adam yeah. Richman? You remember that show? Of course. That show was great. I looked at that show. I said, light work. We call this Tuesday. <laughs> call this Tuesday around my household. Yeah. We, uh, one of his biggest fails was trying to do the fat sandwiches at the grease trucks. Yeah. He barely. He, Honestly, he it was it. one of mine, too. Because really? you had to eat three of them in a half hour to get one named after you. Know what you know fat I could, sandwiches? I could never put it down. You know what that yeah. is, Vicente? never do no. it. So a fat sandwich, it's like, it's like a Rutgers staple. Yeah, the, okay. the grease trucks are like, I, I hear they're still there, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Uh, so they take like a, it'd be like a like a sub, okay. right? Yeah. Like a hoagie, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would put like chicken fingers in it. Cheeseburger, chicken cheese, fingers, and french, french fries, fries, onion rings. So it's called a fat sandwich. So they would the just sandwich. put all, everything, like you wouldn't have like fries on the side. They put it yeah. all in the sandwich, stuff this motherfucker. They had great thing. names like fat <sighs> bitch, fat pussy. Everything. Yes. <laughs> I swear yeah. to God, look at, I'm not making this if up. If you ate three, you got to... To name one, to name after, one you. after you, but you yeah. had to, you had to like, you had, you had to choose what was okay. in it, you know. And yeah, then, what and were the names of some of them? Because this is true too. No, this is one hundred percent. You'd you'd order for your boys. They and were you like, can name it whatever you want. They were five bucks each. It was incredible. This was nuts. There would be a All line. The drunk kids. There yeah. would be a Come line back. at three thirty in the morning Crazy. out to the street. There'd be fights. People would be fucking in the parking lot. It was right off of East and Ave. It was it, it was worth going all the way to New Brunswick just for this, man. And the girls, they would get East and um, Ave and College Ave. Yeah. Yeah, the girls would get a free fat sandwich if they if they flash the guy. And let them take a Polaroid, <laughs> and then they put the Polaroid of the tits up on the thing. Yeah, it was great. And then the that was parents, gone in my day. Then the parents would, would show up for the homecoming games and see their their little their little daughter up on the the, the fat <laughs> sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, oh, my little my little communications major. So the uh, <laughs> we had I know uh, the fat bitch was great, fat pussy, fat asshole. 
And you, you know, you'd be ordering these. <laughs> and be like, leave it in Jersey. You know, I need, uh, I need nice two fat, a- right, I need two right. fat assholes, three fat bitches, a fat pussy, and uh, let me get a fat soprano. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they, like the fat soprano, I think I like was marinara. The, on that's it. it. It had the marinara yeah. on it. That's right. I remember that one. Um, and, you and, do. I do, I, yeah. It was, and I could never get the third one down. I think they like dip them in grease to make sure you can't get them down. Yeah, the 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 good old days, the good old days, boys. What do you think? Since you like to cook and um, you can't swallow anything, what do you what do you think about food in the bedroom with the oh, missus? Oh man, what do we think about that? He doesn't even what? know what you're saying. Food? Yeah, yeah you don't. don't you do any food play with the missus in the bedroom there? Oh, 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 no. I mean, I'll keep that between us. Okay, fair <laughs> He's enough. A fair enough. He's a gentleman. Well, a gentleman. Well, well, unlike gentleman. you, Vicente, Gerard is not a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, Gerard uses whipped cream. Gerard uses pop rocks. Pop rocks. Puts them in places where it'd be hard to get them out. Yeah, <laughs> but, not, but he not, finds a way. It's not hard to get them out. Not impossible. No, it's it's fun. It's fun to get them out as well. You know, pop rocks. Yeah. Vicente's yeah. slowly moving his seat away from Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you guys, uh, we're talking about this thing, cutting weight. What what is that exactly? <laughs> Don't worry something. about it. Buddy. All right, we'll figure That's it out. That's not cool. It's not cool. Give me your uh, favorite fun. Brazilian soccer players of all time. Go. Man, this used I'm to be not... my squad. I was a FIFA addict okay, forever, okay. and I used to like throw down on these dudes. I'm not a big fan of soccer, but really? I'll give you number one for me is Ronaldo. Ronaldo, number nine, yeah, yeah, he Ronaldo. was a beast, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and was I'll an absolute beast. Thank you, brother. Rivaldo. Rivaldo. Yes. Wow. Yeah, he was also from the 2002. That's team. right. Yes, and then I got no Ronaldinho. Go. Uh, so I'm shocked. Ronaldinho is good, really no, good. But no Kaká. It's Kaka for us. The thing is, like, I am from, from for me, 2002 is like the iconic team. Mm-hmm. And Kaka was really young and he was like, at there, like, Kaka is a beast. Mm-hmm. But there, it was like he was just one more. Yeah, they, I, you know? I've heard so that from other guy. Just huh? another guy? Yeah, mean? just another guy. Like, yeah. Like he's a beast yeah, if you fair. put him in, like in Europe and everything. Well, I've heard but that from other Brazilians in, 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 on Ferry Street yeah, in yeah, yeah. in uh, in Newark. I don't know if you ever go Ferry Street in Newark. Very Brazilian, very yeah, Port- no, Portuguese I, I fest. But they say kind of the same thing. Oddly, yeah. like Cacau was a he's a European star. He's not a Brazilian star. He's a European star. If like if he were if now he were playing, he would be the best. In, what do you think of Neymar? I think like Neymar is really good now and is a great player, but I don't think like he gets He's like a weirdo, man. And I think like the sport changed so much in Brazil, especially like these guys like like Neymar. He went so young into Europe and playing at a high level, and and like it's different. Like guys like Ronaldo and like Rivaldo, Cafu, Romario, all these guys from back in the days, like they were playing for a long time in Brazil before mm-hmm. they went to Europe. Gotcha and. Life is different. So when you when you get to Europe a little bit more mature and already like lived in Brazil for a while, I think the the way they value that is like they they even their confidence is different because they seen the work they put on and they know what they are capable of. Yeah. I think Neymar he has 
the talent. He does put in the work, but maybe he, not even he knows how good he is and how how much he worked to be where he is because he got there very young. Yeah, it came too too yeah. easy to him maybe a yeah. little bit. I was a yeah. big Ronaldinho fan. I loved Ronaldinho. I loved Roberto Carlos, man. Roberto Carlos with the free. You ever seen a, yeah. a Roberto Carlos Those free kicks? kicks? <laughs> oh crazy, my! Pull up, crazy. pull up, Roberto Carlos free kick. We we've never seen anything like this since. It's I don't know how he did what he did. Maybe they changed the ball or something. Have you ever seen this Roberto Carlos it's free witchery. kick? It's witchery. It's witchery, yeah. yeah it's, the ball it, goes all around the, the defense. Like bending crazy. it like Beckham? Oh, but but opposite. More. You got, and, and, and dude, he would take it's like a 50-yard run up to the ball. Watch this. This is nuts. You don't see this anymore. If they did stuff like this, soccer would be way more popular in America. This is crazy. And it's like he's going to run. Like, Look at how far oh, out he is. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. The audacity to, to even to put this field. on net. I wonder if he Mid-field. needs all that run. Boof. Oh, but wait, wait till you see it from the from behind. Yeah. It's 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 insanity. And everybody like smiles with a confidence, like we knew you were gonna do of it. Of course, we, we had no doubt. Of <laughs> wait, wait till you see this thing. Like like, there's just there's Ronaldo right there. Yeah. unbelievable. I mean, th- these yeah, squads, legend. these squads were nuts yeah. until Germany put an end to Brazilian soccer. Yeah. look at this thing. Boof. That was going in the other side. Thanks for playing. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for Unreal. playing from the left. Wow, it's crazy. Brazil must have been wild when you guys won those uh, World Cups, huh? They must have been. I remember it was crazy. 2002 was crazy. Everybody what, was. What are some of the? So you spent a lot. You know, you spent a lot of time in Jersey. Spent a lot of time in South Florida, um, Brazil, uh, Chile. What yeah. What are some of the of uh, your favorite aspects of each culture? And would you? And maybe a least least favorite too. If like you could change something in America, like give them something from Brazil or from Chile or, or vice versa? I'll start with the with the part, like, I don't think I would change anything because I think that even, like, the bad things is what makes that place special. So, like, because everything, like, it's so opposite, like the U.S., Brazil, and Chile, they have so, so many things that are opposite, but I think that's what also makes like what? the good, like, I would say directly Brazil and, and, and the U.S., like, because it's the places where I, I've lived the most and spent more time. Like, the way that you see things here, like the way that, like a team or a sport, how it grows here, how business works here is so different than Brazil. Like, uh, here you see a small, uh, let's say, let, we're here in Boca. Let's say we're going to make a show here in Boca, uh, MMA event. And we're going to maybe have most of the card people, local guys, right, fighting. And then we're going to be able to get maybe like 10 companies, businesses around here, support the show, right. put a little money over there, you know, and, and we're going to have like, because this is going to bring local kind of like marketing and everything. And you, the guys that support those people are going to support the companies that are supporting the show. Sure. And that happens. That never happens in Brazil. So in Brazil, everybody is looking for the big shows so everybody wants to be in the ufc everybody wants to be in the big things what i see like why is that bad in brazil because then like it's a big struggle for guys that are beginning to get even like like noticed by a show because it's either either you're really good or you're just like we don't care about you because it's not going to bring us money so that's something that i would change in brazil and I and I think it's positive here, but at the same time, I, why would I 
not maybe change it because that's a whole aspect of the Brazilian culture and how like uh, everything there is is more like more family and more like really supporting and and and, and working like and the family is all together and it's about that family and sometimes we're not going to get help from anybody else and it's going to be a, a hard way to to get to where we want but when we get there we're going to be ready for that because we were prepared through battle and through the struggle uh. so it's like at the same time that aspect of of like that negative thing also like whenever a guy gets to ufc we're tough like the brazilian guys yeah, are yeah. tough just because to get there was such a road and such a struggle and such a man nobody's gonna get there and we did get there like everybody thought that you that like i even had like people from my family and they thought like not they thought they were doing good like in their minds like they would tell me hey this is so hard why are you gonna even try this like you're gonna get hurt and it's something that you know nobody can do this why are you gonna do that that just made me even want it more, you know? And I'm like, no, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to show you guys. And then when it happens, everybody is like, man, you did it. And like, so those same people kind of that, that kind of doubted you now have your back. And, and then it makes sense, but it makes sense for our culture just because it's how the culture is. So we don't, we don't, we don't kind of like, it's hard to explain. I don't know if I, if I got the I message. I think I understand. Through. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, that's yeah, that's yeah. super interesting. But like, I love a lot of things. Like in Brazil, what I think the the here, if you you'll see that in the gym, like all the Brazilians are always hanging out together, and we also kind of like we relate really well to everybody, to the Russians and to the Japanese and Chinese and everybody. Like the Brazilians, I think are the ones that most kind of talk to everybody because just that that's just the way that Brazilians are we are we like to talk and and we like to hang out with people and you know we we love this this interaction and and that makes us feel at home that's why i think that that like it's so hard it was so hard for me to leave brazil because that, that community that connection yeah, that yeah, like family family, family yeah. like like my wife is my wife is I'm mixed right Chilean Brazilian born in, in the U.S. but my wife is Brazilian, born in Brazil, raised in Brazil, and all her family is there. And now that we moved here, that was one of the big big challenges, you know, to for her to leave her family behind. And then you know she talks to her to her mom every day, calls and and video chats and everything every single day. And I think that's wonderful because it's it's making it you know much better for this transition but i understand how hard it is because when we were there we would go like two three times a week see see uh, my parents-in-law and then i would see my mom also like two or three times a week and especially with our son now the little guy you know they they love to be with him and and to to sure. spend time with him so that's that's something that that is very brazilian i think you know this this real like great interaction between the whole family and and the whole community as as a whole. Yeah, I can, I can relate to that big time. I know, uh, like I, I'm very big on family. Yeah. Like I, you know, what I mean, the people that's that's the people for the you know for the most part you can really trust. They're really gonna have your best. In, you don't have to kind of wonder where they're coming from. You know what I mean? Uh, and also just the fact that those people are they're they're like almost the same as you. We had Jamie on. You know, yeah. that, that person shares the most Next DNA week we'll have Jamie on. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep it real. But uh, 
I, I understand, like, there was times, like, when I, you know, I was in Jersey, and, you know, obviously I have my, my family, I have, I have little baby sisters, they're 9 and 10 now, it's fucking crazy that they're getting old, but even, you know, you know my coach David, yeah, David's yeah. like a second father to me, yeah. you know, it's, it's hard that there was times when, you know, I, I went out to LA to train, I went, you know, I'm down here now training, and it's, it's hard, and I remember, like, I was talking to my dad about it, and uh, he told me the story about my grandfather, actually my mom's father. And uh, he, so he had an opportunity, had a job. And he, they, they lived in, in New York, and he had to move out to Jersey for the job. And he's talking to his dad. He's like, Dad, he's like, you know, I'm not sure what to do. I got this, this opportunity, uh, but I'm not going to be able to see as much, you know, if, if, I, go, if I take it. And uh, he goes, he's like, man, I moved across from Italy to New York to give you a better life. This job is better for you. It's better for your family. Get the hell out of here. Go, you and, know. And we had none of these. <laughs> we couldn't exactly. talk to each other. Yeah. Write, a, Write letter, a letter. Hope it gets there yeah, months from now, and wait for whatever comes back. Yeah. No, I think uh, that you know it's it's hard because you know you can recharge and you draw. We can draw a lot of energy. Us who are fortunate enough to be very connected to our family, but that you know that we all got to go and carve our own piece out of this, and you know. If, if possible, you know, we can get back and we can re, re we can still have that, you know, but we all got to have our own kind of journey. Well, when I was thinking about leaving Jersey City to come south and I was like really getting upset with myself about it. I felt like I was leaving the fight. I'm leaving this COVID fight. It's fight or flight. We can't let these people win, you know, and I'm like, uh, you know, bitching to my father about it. And my dad's like, you weren't born in Galway. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, like, you know, our ancestors left when it got bad too, bro. Just leave. Yeah, do what's right. Get out of here. Yeah. Like you weren't born in, you weren't you're Irish and you weren't born in Ireland, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Take off. Yeah. Go go to Florida. What are you here for? You don't have kids. Get out of here. It's been great. He was right. Now, a couple more before we get out of here. You better We gotta do mixed picks also. It's gonna be mix and uh we'll call it mix and vix picks. Mix today. and vix picks. <laughs> I got them ready when you Yeah. Know. So the silent assassin, you like you said, you spent time here in America, you spent time in Chile, you spent time in Brazil. Best looking women are where, bro? Brazil, my wife's from there. So. <laughs> Good answer. Now I know where the toughest women are for sure. But... And my mom too. So now the food yeah. in Chile is like very Japanese inspired. I've heard. Is that true? Is it? Is it have or is that Peruvian? I might have no, Peru. Chile, I might yeah, have Peru. I'm Peru. Chile. Chile. The, Peru, they got these crazy mountains in Chile Peru that and like Chile are are very similar in a lot of things, but they kind of argue with each other. Um, kind of like uh, the Dominican and, P and Puerto yeah. Rico. Is that right? Yeah, really? Like they have pisco, and Chile says pisco is from Chile. Peru says it's from them, and and all this. So like it's very similar food, but seafood. That's what's great in Chile. Really? Because they're right on there. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. cool, man. And you got uh, you you again. You've been you spent how much time in Chile? I never lived in Chile, so oh, I've, so you, yeah, you were there visiting? I've, I've visited, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, and I have, I still have a lot of family there, uncles and and aunts and cousins. Yeah, I had my grandmother, but she passed away in 2019. Oh, sorry to hear that, man. The uh, the transition to America. Your your English is fantastic, obviously, right? Yes. So you've you've been coming here your whole life. You yeah. spent how much time? Born in Jersey. Yeah, but yeah, Jersey, I'm born, boy. I'm born in Jersey boy. So I lived in I lived in Jersey until I was about six to seven years old but like so i learned english here okay 
My mom learned English here as well. And when we moved, my mom started teaching English. She worked with that. Okay. And me and her, we only we've only spoken English since then until now. We speak English to each other. That's mm. why I never like lost my English. So my, that was important. My and buddy I have Spanish because of my dad. I was gonna say you're I trilingual. Speak, trilingual. Yeah. I only speak Spanish to my dad. It's crazy. My buddy Danilo, uh, great guy, moved down to Brazil, got married, moved down to Brazil because she wanted to be closer to her family. Married a, a Brazilian girl here in Jersey, and then they left uh, Long Branch, moved back to Brazil, and he asks us to like send him like Mac lipstick and like the weirdest things because for whatever reason those are like so expensive in Brazil. He was talking us. about pork roll the other day or Taylor Ham, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. What do you call it? What do you call it? Uh I don't know. You don't know? No, I know it's like the Yeah, 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 what, yeah. What, what would you call it if you're ordering it? I don't know. It's a big jersey debate. I know what you yeah. call it. It's You're clearly from down south. Roll. It's fairly. It's clearly See, look, pork roll. People, people, it's people in, the, in like South Jersey. Do you order, call do you order it a pork boar's roll? head sandwich? People in 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 North Jersey call it Taylor ham. Come on, call Come it on. Taylor ham. So it's a big. It's a big <laughs> just debate. Because, just because. Just because my dad the, lives more up north. Give me, give me my, give me my, give me my gold medal back. <laughs> that looks a little. I don't bronze. know. My dad lives. North. He's <laughs> north. Yeah, but well, actually, here's the thing. We're where we are. We're a little more north. Okay. But I consider it central. Another okay. debate is people are like, no, there's just north and south. There's always a central. How? Yeah. There's always a middle of something. Yeah. There's right? always a middle it's of something. It's retarded. Okay. It's, it's stupid. Yeah, it's, there's it's always a, stupid a middle. Debate, so we could call it both we, ways. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. We could call it both. Yeah. I have I have no dog in the fight. I don't really care. No dog. I know what you mean good, if you good, call good. it pork roll. I know what you mean yeah. if you call it Taylor Ham. The uh, LeBlanc, my 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 buddy also asked for it's like the chincasa, chincasa, something like that. You know, you're not a big drinker, I would imagine, but the uh, there's like this drink you can pretty much only get it out there. For it's like, athletes, yeah, it's half. It's like it's like rum and tequila had a baby. It's some of the best stuff I've ever had in my life. But the hangover is my god almighty, chincasa or something. I don't. Know. Last question for you before we get to mixed picks: Why isn't capoeira more popular in America? Man, I don't know. It's the thing is like capoeira was the reason why it is the way it is if it's because like we we even studied that super a little interesting. bit yeah it's it came from the slaves and that was their martial art but they weren't allowed to train it so, they weren't allowed to fight so they had to disguise exactly. it as a dance yeah. get out of here yeah they can't they can't so have they made it into yeah. a dance so that they could train and practice and teach their young ones. No, we're how just to dancing. Fight. Yeah, we're just dancing over here. Through that movie, well, only only the strong, right? When yeah, I was I a kid, saw. only yeah, the yeah, strong, yeah, dude. Yeah. I'd like I had all of us trying to do capoeira in the background in the backyard. We couldn't do it, but I mean, you never saw it. Nah. Na 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 way. Na 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 way. Yeah, na, na. that's how that's the song of capoeira. Para na way there. Para na way. Pull pull it up. Only para the strong. Only the strong. So make it say it real quick. So only the strong. The thing is, like, it's it's all comes from Africa, the capoeira and everything. That's why it's it's very similar in different countries, and and the thing is, because it went that route, it kind of has like a lot of culture and a lot of dance into it. And that's how it grew most. Like a lot of people that practice it, practice it as an uh, like a dance and and kind of just for the for for the whole artistic part of it. Gotcha. But in Brazil, like there are many schools that are like the fighting capoeira, and that's wild. Yeah. They, they have competitions and real stuff. You know, they really fight, and it's amazing. Can you, can we get the volume on this or no? Yeah, that's that's capoeira. Yeah, one sec. Oh, all right, cool. So yeah, the um. The and other they, t- the other time fight. people if anybody ever saw uh I believe it was called um 
Oh, there it is. Yeah. Here we go. You see Paranawea. You see that all the time in Brazil. And the skill they have, it's amazing. The acrobatics of this. Nice spin a heel kick right there. I'm already tired. <laughs> no you fat. Pull the hamstring. There's no fat guy trading at Capoeira, I'm guessing here. What was the what was the rock movie with uh, Sean Austin Scott? That that's another one where they did a little Capoeira in there. There's What's a, up, hip hop? That guy. There is a an MMA fighter like Marco Marco Aurelio, I think, and he has some wild knockouts doing capoeira. Really? Yeah. And then he also like he he does fight scenes in a lot of movies because because of his skills. And also, I think he records like for video games with those with those little things. Oh, the motion the, mo oh, the yeah. motion captures. Oh, look at him go! No, and you'll see he has some wild wild fights. And he is one of the guys that really uses capoeira. Few guys do it. Man. Oof. Let's get. Look at that. Dana, Styles make oh, fights. I want to see capoeira versus uh, <laughs> versus drunken master. Wow. That's crazy. That's a lot. That, that's a yes. lot to deal with that's coming beautiful. at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. All right, let's get into uh, Mick and Vic's picks. Mick and Vic's picks. Now, Mick's shooting at like 70% for the year here. So, you, you know, you're. You're up against the big one here, man. Listen, and I always I'm, say, I'm not good at that, but brother, that's exactly picked. what I say. I'm always like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not. I would say I'm not good at picking fights. I, I like. We've been good so far. He's love... starting to feel pretty good about it. Starting to feel. <laughs> starting, to, starting to change my tune a little the bit. The thing is, like, I love like Rocky Balboa and stuff like that. So I always feel like I pick the one that is supposed to lose because I think he's gonna. Yeah. Well, here's I think the thing. He's gonna win. If... I'm emotional about that. I don't like it. All right. <laughs> but so here's I'll the thing. You gotta take emotions not, out of it. There's no, there's no you gotta take emotions out of it. He that. likes the puppy. But here, there's I people want, who, like a puppy. Who, who, uh, who, like, if you pick an underdog, like if you have a good feeling about an underdog, and you pick that, and and then they pick it and they get it right, they get more money. People gonna yeah. get you know? significantly more money. So if we can, if we could pick some underdogs, you know, that'll make the people happy. But it has to make sense. Yeah, it's gotta you know, be right. They gotta, yeah, we gotta be right. Yeah, yeah. First of mean? all, this card is is stupid, right? Yeah, can we the, just talk? This is the prelims. Is, yeah. Okay. So yeah, starting off, we got Miranda Maverick versus Priscilla Cajuera. You know who I'm going with. Who you got? <laughs> What do you think? Will he ever I not pick a Brazilian? I see. I see. <laughs> There's an underdog There for you. might be a blind spot already. <laughs> All right. He's, he's going with the, under, with the underdog right Anybody here. Anybody who speaks but, uh, with but a Zizi. A Brazilian underdog is always worth betting because we're tough. So, you, know. you uh, Do you know her? No, I don't. Like have I've seen her seen, fight. Seen her yeah, fight? I've seen her fight. What's, yeah, yeah, what's yeah. the story on her? I, I, I'm not. But I don't know. I don't know much about her. I love that name, oh, Miranda yeah, Maverick. She's a grappler, yeah. Miranda cool Maverick name. sounds like a video game that like a Japanese person would yeah. name like an American yeah. fighter. She doesn't even need a nickname. Sergeant Guile versus Miranda yeah. Maverick. Um, so the next one, Matthew Semelsberger, Euros Medic. You got uh, any? Any? No, I don't. Medic is moving up a weight class. So I got, I got a little something here. Um. So Semmelsberger, uh, he beat actually two teammates of mine on the regional scene. Okay. Um, and I, I like him. I like the kid. He's a, he's a tough kid. He's like, he's like a, a real one. Like he's like a real martial artist. He's in there to challenge himself. Blah blah blah. They're hot on this kid. It's Medich. Medich. Medich yeah. yeah. Medich. Whatever. Yes. Yeah, I think they call him the doctor. <laughs> um, if I, they I, don't, they I, they're, should. They're a little. They're a little hot on him. I didn't know he was coming up from 155. Yeah. 
I think I'm gonna go with Semmelsberger on the uh, uh, as an underdog pick here. Two dogs off Wait, the, is he, he, off is, the no, wrist. No, 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 I'm sorry, he's a two to oh, one. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know then. <laughs> I you know what I mean? If he was, I I thought I was gonna get some get some good money back on Semmelsberger. Um, oof, I don't know. Do I touch it? What do you think, Christian? I'm gonna go. I'm a, I would go Semmelsberger. Man, I, you know. Uh, yeah, I think Semmelsberg is tough, and I, I think uh, he's you know he's a good striker, uh, but Medic is a striker as well, right? I, th- I think Medic is a grappler, but I'm not I'm not positive. All right, I'm gonna go with my boy uh, Semi the Jedi here. All, All right, lock it in. All right, lock it in. Next, we got C.J. Vergara versus Vincius Salvador. I think Vincius that's how he's... Salvador. Oh, okay, yes. there we go. Vicente could... <laughs> you know what do you think, pick? Vicente? You don't want to pick. My pick is is gonna be Vinicius, <laughs> of course, Brazilian, and I'm gonna I'm gonna justify my pick. And the justification is, you know how you when you invest money, you ha- you can invest like ETFs, and then they can have ETFs of countries, however that market of the country sure, is. Sure, yeah. So that's what I'm doing. You're that's, that's, I like it. Yes, I like I'm what you're doing. In Brazil. So Vicente is going to give you a little Brazilian Here parlay. We got, <laughs> we, got a, we got ourselves a Sao Paulo parlay, baby. That's what we're rocking. All right, All right, next we got Jake Matthews versus Darius Flowers. You know That's Darius Flowers? Right? I think he just got signed. I think yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, uh, Matthews' original opponent yeah. fell out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Jake. Me as well. Yeah. Okay. As well. I actually, not you know, as a civilian here, the Jake Matthews is a good fighter. This is I don't know much about Darius. He's yeah. late on this. I think 240 is a great price. Yeah, yeah I think so as well. I'm pretty sure he was like a, he got he like they signed him last week to fill yeah. in short notice. So, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. Next we got Roman Capula versus Claudio Ribeiro. Did I say that right? I do not know the gentleman. Claudio Ribeiro. <laughs> <laughs> we know who Vicente's taking. Yeah, you got you know my pick. Throw him on no. the Brazilian parlay. <laughs> if you guys hit on this, you guys got to thank your boy Vicente. Yes. Send, send him a video of you cashing your money going. Who are we going with? Some capoeira in there. I'm not touching this one. I don't know these guys. All right, we'll go. Uh, I don't even want I'm not even going to say it. Okay, All right. you want me to Wait, say it? Yeah, 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 you say you, it, Vicente. Marcos Rogério de Lima. Oh, <laughs> Derek man. Lewis. Derek Lewis on the prelim card. I know, I know. Who's uh, I, know, I, he's headlined I, a lot of cards. I love Derek Lewis. I really do. He, he He's probably on the downside of it, but, man, you know, he's, he's still – the power is the last thing to go, right? So I, mean, I heard I heard him talking, and he said he's been like bad injured in his last <sighs> few fights. He said he said he had to drop twenty five pounds the last day, uh, passed out. You know, he's, he's he's been through a lot of stuff. His balls was hot. His balls been hot. <laughs> I got a feeling. I got a good feeling on Lewis. I really I like the Lima as well. Um, but I, I think uh, with that value, and and people are sleeping yeah. on Lewis a little bit. I think that you know he's dropped a few in a row. Obviously, he's fighting top of the top, but. I, I, I'm going with Lewis here. Lock that in. I think in. Uh, Marco, Mark, how do you say his name? You can say DeLima. DeLima De, De De had a leg kick, a lot of leg kicks in his last fight. I might be getting him confused with somebody, but yeah. I think he almost finished the guy with leg kicks, if I'm not he's mistaken. Tough, man. He's, he's tough, He's tough. He's he getting is. better. I think he was a one, like back in the day, he was a 205er. Yeah. He, yeah. And now, now he bumped up to heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. I think he's good, and I think like if – 
I'm going to go with him because he's Brazilian. But also, <laughs> <laughs> I do think, like, I think he's a favorite for a reason, you know. I yeah. think that he he's he's at the better moment. It's also, like, right. going back to what Mick was saying earlier, Styles make fights. If he was a 205, Lewis's problem has always been cardio. If this guy's going to out-cardio him, it's going to be a tough one for Derek. Yeah, he's got a big rock, big rock Brazilian head. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Who said that? Like, Stop hitting that big old Mexican head. What was that? Uh, I, I forget remember. which fight that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Trevin Giles versus Gabriel Bonfim. I have an inside look on that one. <laughs> there I we go. I trained years and years with Gabriel Bonfim. Uh, he is one of the Bonfim brothers. I've trained with them, with him since he's 16 years old, and with his brother since his brother's 18 years old. And they're beasts. He was amateur Brazilian champion, pro Brazilian champion in boxing, both in boxing. And he has like. Probably 13 submissions because he's a black belt in Luta Livre. We train together in Brasilia in Brasil de Luta Livre is, is our gym. Our master is Renato Ferreira. And, yeah, he is minus 330, man, for a reason. For a reason, this, huh? Yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. A All beast, right. I'm telling you. All right, let's lock it in. You know what? On that, on that endorsement, I'm going both. Uh, bon Fim, too. All right, moving on to the main this, card. This, this is a rough mix picks for America. All right, so we got... First on the main card, Michael Chiesa versus Ooh. Kevin Holland. I'm gonna go Chiesa, and then upset think, special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna. I'm gonna go Chiesa just because. I think he's tough. I think that he is like, when he's got his head right and his whole game right, he is really, really tough. And Kevin has a lot of flaws, a lot of like things that you can explore. He's also like dangerous. He hits heavy and and he goes crazy sometimes. But if Kiesa can explore like a, a smart explore, game yeah. plan, explore, yeah, smart, take him down and, and and do the right things, I think he's a better fighter overall, like MMA wise. Yeah, I'm I'm going Kiesa as well. All right, moving up, Tony Ferguson versus Bobby Green. This could be bad. Hey, people are. Uh, that's four another to, one. Four to where, one. Since he's lost, uh, you know, yeah. four or five in a row, people are hating on on uh, Tony. They're sleeping. Four I think they're sleeping to one. On him. I think. Uh, you know, I. I think. I think he can. Uh, what was that? He can't. Uh, can't stop crazy. <laughs> I think Tony's got got that crazy to him. He's got that confidence. Um, Bobby Green. I, I love the way he fights. You know, he hits hard. Keeps his hands down. Talks shit. He's got a nice slick style. Kinda, I'm kind of want to go go with Ferguson on the on the uh, upset here. I like that. Wow. That, would go, be a, that would be a heavy upset. Sit pick. down, sit down, enjoy the fight because it's gonna be a great fight. Amen. Put a little bit of money, not too much, on Ferguson. Agree. And then if you win, you win Agreed. big. So maybe you Agreed. can hedge here if it's a you think if if it's a knockout or if it's a TKO, you got to figure it's gonna be. Green, right? And if it goes the distance, Ferguson has a chance. You don't think Ferguson's going to stop him? He could submit him. He could, could run in there him. and Minari roll a little ankle pick action. You never know. All right. Yeah, I'd say a little money on Ferguson. All right, now we got an, a uh, Mortal Kombat fight next. Oof. <laughs> That's a nice fight. We gotta ha you got to talk on this one. This is going to be this is a challenging one for me. I want to say I put my money on Michelle Pereira. But that is not, like, if I'm analyzing a fight as a, I don't know, an analyst, if I were, I would go, like, I, I agree exactly how it shows there, like, minus 150 to Thompson, because I think he's just, like, he is the better fighter. He's more technical. He is 
more experienced, but I think he's almost 40 or he's 40. So Pereira has a lot of youth, a lot of explosiveness. Yeah, he's, he's Wonder Man know. now. So I think it's like that. Like it's almost a 50-50 fight, but I don't know. You know, for me it would be like a 50-50 fight. I think it's it's going to be more like who is able to to set the pace. And I I'm I would put my money on Pereira just to try to get a little bit more. Yeah, I think this is this is another one where, you know, sit back and enjoy this 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 fight's gonna be fireworks both these guys really high level strikers uh Pereira does crazy shit um but I I feel like I'm I'm leaning towards uh Michelle Pereira as well I would think one of the better bets of the night would be this to upset for fight of the night I think upset fight of the night if you want to do a prop this this one has a chance to to you know everybody's thinking Poirier Gaethje is gonna be fireworks you know you got Jan and Alex but I think if you want to think outside the box and go, you know, low cost, high reward, fight of the night, prop on Steven Thompson Pereira. Yeah. All right. And we got Jan Blakowicz versus Alex Pereira. I think it's a knockout. Yeah, by who? Alex Pereira. You think? I think so. <laughs> I just think, man, he is, you know, I think he's going to be quicker and he's going to be more like, I don't know. Physically, I think that he he has more weapons and technically in striking. You think, uh, he's more Alex better. has more weapons. More weapons physically. Okay. So I think he's really long, really quick. I think he's gonna be the faster of the two because he's you know used to fighting even lighter guys and quick guys. He is not gonna be like weaker because that guy's a beast. He's he's a monster. How big he is. So I don't think he's gonna be the weaker man in there like strength you know and and he's really really long so he has the length as well he has the striking no no one of the like, best strikers no, in the world no doubt now he has obviously like grappling and wrestling blahovic has has that all day but i don't know get past those hands and that movement and 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 you know everything that Pereira brings i don't know i see Pereira knocking blahovic out all right, so this one's tough for me. I uh, I like Alex a lot. Uh, I love his 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 coaches, his his crew, his team. You know, he's got Glover to share there. He's got Plinio Cruz, who's our boy back at AMA Fight Club, owns a gym in Jersey. Um, great people. Uh, I gotta go it with Jan on this. I'm going with Whoa, Jan. I'm going, going, Jan. I'm going with Jan. Uh, I gotta yeah, I gotta be true to the to the to the people. I uh, and also we uh, it was funny. On one of my fight weeks, uh, Dorian Price and my my brother LJ LJ Raboli, we were taught we we were like they were down on Jan. They weren't sure like Jan would ever be like the champ. This is years ago, and look look at the way Jan rose up. He's always surprised people. Really He's got smart. Got that Polish power. I am going with Jan. I think you know he out wrestled Izzy, and Izzy was out wrestling uh, uh, Pereira. So I feel like if if I'm gonna do some MMA math. I feel like uh, Jan can expose the grappling hole that Pereira has, and uh, I'm going with Jan on this one. Okay. All right, last one. This might be the hardest one. Uh, Poirier versus Gage. <laughs> we get it. This, we this, get it. You're vegan, bro. This, we need to, like... This, <laughs> this, this, this fight's fight, so hard. I think this is, like, one of the best fights you could, like, like, like from a, a fan standpoint, yeah. like, right now. Like, these are two of the most, like, violent fighters in the game. Um, you know, Dustin Poirier and Gaethje, you know, they've been around, they, they've been up and down, been high, been low. They, but these guys, every time they bring it, 
when you watch these guys fights, there's so much violence and so much activity that it doesn't feel like a five round fight. It feels like each round is 15 minutes, mm. you know? So I think we're going to be, we, this is when you got to fasten your seatbelt. If I'm making my pick, and obviously this one could go either way, I'm going Poirier. Yeah, Diamond. Same thing. I'll go the same. I, th I think that Dustin has more, like, is more technical, is better, like, defensive-wise. He knows how to take a risk better than Justin does. Justin takes risks but gets hit sometimes. Yes. And you don't want to get hit by Dustin Poirier because no. he hits hard. He so I just feel on. like, yeah, I feel like Dustin, you know, in this one is – just a little bit, but it's going to be wild, and any one of them could win. And they've had a fight before, and Dustin ended up winning. Yeah. There were times where he was losing early in the fight, but he had the resilience, came back. Now, they say it's hard to beat someone twice. I think it's hard to beat someone that, that beat you. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, I, I think uh, I, I, I think I got to go with Dustin here. And is it possible in your guys' mind to be too tough for your own good? Is that a yeah. thing? Because sometimes you look at, at, at Gaethje and, like, he looks just too tough for his own good. Sometimes I thought that about Cerrone. Like, was obviously athletic enough to move, was obviously could have avoided, you know, some damage, but was just like, nah. No, know. who's a, a good example of that, too, I've, I've uh, thought about recently was uh, Dan Hooker. Yeah. His fight with yeah, Edson yeah, Barbosa, yeah. he was getting shelled on. That was hard to watch. It was, it was almost hard to watch. Yeah, that was hard to you watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He, he's another example of two toppers on good, but I think Gaethje for sure. He's willing to take four to give one. Mm -hmm. You know, he'll be leaned over, waiting, and there's bam, bam, comes out rocking. Uh, one of the most fun fights. Yeah, from, a, from an audience perspective. This, yeah, phenomenal. This, this, is a, this is a fun fight card, and that's for the BMF title. BMF uh, title. And, and uh, Jorge Masvidal will be putting that around the winner's waist. And before we let you go, we got to ask, what do you think about RDA, man? What do you think about your yeah. fight coming up? Man, I'm excited. I think that that's going to be an amazing fight. Everybody has to tune in. Who are you taking in that <laughs> fight? There's two Brazilians. <laughs> I'm taking the Brazilian <laughs> taking that was born in New Jersey. <laughs> USA! Hey, USA! USA! <laughs> USA! Hey, yeah, that's, that's, so that'll be a week from when this is airing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It'll be So this is airing on Saturday. Uh, the day of the yeah. BMF fights, Vicente is, is headlining the next card, fighting RDA, who's a legend, former champ, and Vicente is a legend. Listen, I, like I said, the fact that Christian is a bigger Vicente fan than me, that's okay. There's only a few <laughs> people who could be, who could be if, if you're rooting for this guy and supporting this guy, you know your, your heart's in the right place. This is a real one. So I hope everybody who's watching this is, is supporting Vicente. Got to know him a little bit here. Yeah. Great guy, through and through. This has to true be true martial a, artist, true gentleman. I would person. imagine you were you were a Rafael dos Anjos fan growing yes. up. Yes, yeah. huge fan, huge fan. For me, is like is the second guy that I'm fighting that I watched. You know, uh, be a champion. So the first one was Woodley, mm -hmm. and now I get to fight RDA, and and RDA is special because, you know, being a Brazilian and having like the the rise he had to become a, a, a champion because it wasn't easy. He got there. He had struggle in, mm -hmm. in the beginning, overcame and became a great champion. W was, it is definitely a guy that I look up to. And Inspirational. For me, it's an honor to fight him, you know, an honor that I like. I'm going to go in there and, and make it a wild fight. That's, that's got to be like kind of a Idols dream become come rivals. Yeah. Yeah. Idols become rivals. What's that's, that yeah. like, that's man? When you know, that's when you know you're, you're on the right path. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's when you know you're doing things right. When people you're looking up to become your, your rivals. Your peers. That's, yeah, exactly. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's really, was there any, like, when, that, when the fight was made, was there any, like, wow. Any trepidation, you yeah, mean? Or like, cool, or like uh, surrealness? It was, yeah, maybe surrealness was like, yeah, man.
Nice. Nice. <laughs> to fight these guys, I'm wow. going to fight these guys. You're head, headlining yeah. the UFC, man. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a fucking beautiful thing. Thank you. Beautiful thing. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate you yeah. guys. And now we have one now last... Now for the main one event. Last, one last task the for you. The main event. One last right. task for you. The only way for right, Christian, you can't if you if you if you run into one of your favorite yeah, MMA these, fighters. Look, oh, here, right, yeah, right there. No, no, no. Yeah, no, the no. equalizers, <laughs> the old equalizers. The belt buckle. Yeah, the uh, the only way. Don't ask these guys for a selfie. Don't ask these guys for an autograph. Ask them for a liver shot. That's that's the way to show some real love here. So Christian. Come on out, buddy. Let's go, baby. And for Let's the audience, go, for the audience at home, for You're the welcome. audience. That is, uh, for anybody that is wondering, I am taking the Brazilian in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Brazilian too. <laughs> I think so. Are we ready? Let's go. Are we going to put him up front up here? Yeah, well, yeah we want to hear that impact. Uh, oh, yeah, bring that one around. <laughs> uh, All right, Christian. No gloves or gloves? Oh, there's gloves over there if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bare knuckle it is. <laughs> Tap out, Christian. Tap out. Tap out, Christian. <laughs> hey, is this in your way? Put it by his liver. Oh, yeah. Uh, should, should he put the arms up? Or don't, no, hey, if you go, don't you dare slide that arm in front of that liver, buddy. I'm not doing You better man up right now. Your boy Ben manned up. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. And, so we... and close your eyes. Oh, oh no, you can't be exposed, right? <laughs> close you your eyes. Expose them? I don't want to close my eyes. We should go. Wait, wait, wait. wait I know I, you don't wait, want wait, to. Wait, I think we should go the other side. You want to Ben? Why don't you come drop? over here so we can get the angle from both sides? And we'll, uh, yeah, this way you yeah. can record it from this side. And for the good people at home, they can. Uh, why don't I just hey, in case you pass out? A little, a little bit forward. Right yeah, yeah. Can, hey, uh, can, can you look into the camera and consent? I consent to this. I am of sound uh, body and mind. I'm of sound body and mind. I consent to this. Have you been drinking today? Hope I don't break a rib. Okay. I no. hope you're not. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Hands up. <laughs> Hands up, eyes closed, Christian. Hey, you want me to tell you when I'm going to go? Close those eyes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> talk. Can you talk? Can you talk? Can you talk? <laughs> Get over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's getting a little pale. He's okay. He gets one. He gets one. Your rib is good. Hey, how do you feel? Talk. No, stay in here. Talk, talk, talk this off. Talk. I can barely talk. Yeah. What do you think? What does it feel like? I think his rib is good. I think the rib's okay. I think it was a liver. Yeah, no, it's a liver shot. Dude, I couldn't even talk. He's looking a little pale. Yeah, that's All right? crazy. You bro, you gotta eat meat, Tom. Where the fuck you go? Where the go, kid? I don't know. I think it's crazy. What was better, this or the dogs? I think the dogs would have been less painful. I don't want the dogs. Less painful, but I'm not going to sleep. Hey, you get to come in for a second. Come on, Christian. Fuck. Hop up in. Boy, that I was like a that was a thunderclap. Here, come back over here. Come back over. Oh, that fucking hurt, bro. Yeah, we got we gotta get the uh, we gotta get the post we gotta get the post fight. But <laughs> you good? I'm good. Okay, I'm cool. You're good. It didn't land on the rib. It's just. 
Nah, it's Santa me. It's Santa me. Wow. We're just gonna do a little, little post fight and then we're out of here. We're just gonna okay. talk about it. Do I stay up or not? Nah, you can sit. No, you here, can slide, slide, uh, slide his mic. Man, I, I really hope you did a good job on the camera because the, the face <laughs> after that was tremendous. I literally was trying to talk. I couldn't even talk. Okay, I yeah, literally couldn't talk. I was gonna be like, fuck that. Nah. Yeah. You couldn't. I was worried for a little bit. Hey, but you're doing okay now. This is why we yeah. need a 10 count in MMA, guys. Yes. We need a 10 count in MMA. He's fine now. You had a, you had I a carry him and put him on the couch. G put him in a cradle from over there. He put him in the couch. That's the one time when a man has held me, I was like, Cool with that. Thank you. It's, it's yeah. soft, right? It was soft. It was yeah, gentle. Like, it was caressing. Come here. I felt like I was in the hospital, bro. <laughs> For a minute, I thought he was going to go out out of the, a body shot. I thought he was going to pass out for a second, too. Started looking a little pale. Come on. a little bit of comment on his Come on, bro. Cleveland, bitch. Yeah. But I really... I'm craving a burger, guys. Maybe maybe after Vicente's victory, he'll he'll make you uh, some some meat, a burger, yeah. or something. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I gotta tell you, man. If you took if you took a shot from him, it's about time to get back in the amateurs. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I you think beat so. the ten count, so. Did I? I? Nah, I, don't think so. I no? feel like that was like a twenty count. Okay. He's good. fine. Get him back out there. <laughs> you, all right? Hey, like, can we, can we, hey, Appreciate it, man. For, Appreciate for two it. reasons. Can we lift up the shirt? You get to show off those abs. We got hey. a little mark here. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Some steel right there, baby. <laughs> is your hand okay, Vicente? Yeah, my hand is 100%. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> that's all, that's, that's all I'm really worried yeah, about. Yeah, we, we were going to have Christian hit you back, but UFC said, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> <laughs> then Christian's going to break his hand. Yeah. All right, well, thank cool. you, Christian. Thanks, thank guys. you. Thank You're the you. fucking man. Chris, you got anything to say about it? Would, like, uh, would you recommend that? Nah, I probably wouldn't prescribe or recommend that. Yeah? What was the experience? I don't think there? anything's broken. We're yeah. good. Dude, it was, uh, took, takes the air out of you. I've been dropped by body shots before. That was the hardest one because I just stood there and fucking <laughs> put my hands you, up. How hard did you but, swing, you figure? In all honesty, how hard did you Honestly, you? honestly, like 70%. That was 70%? Yeah. That was a hard fucking shot, dude. That was a hard shot. That's I, the I hardest body I shot I ever took. I didn't go soft because I, you said that you fought already. But yeah. also, I didn't go as hard as I could just because oh, I was concerned hurts, I didn't want to break your rib. Yeah. It might be. You don't want to break <laughs> those, those it might feeble be. vegan bones. Oh, come uh, on, come on. I don't want to be a jerk. But I've seen the guy in action. Yeah, I've seen close him in action, 40%. too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was close to 40. Hey, good cool. for Thanks, you, man. Guys. Good right. for you. Uh, good for you. Thank you. Thank you, Christian. Great job. You're the man. The human body bag, Christian. You've been Pirolo. asking to get Vicente in here. Been asking, bro. Now he's asking. Now he's so now we know. Here. Now, now I don't want him to come back. <laughs> Get out! Get out! Yeah, that's awesome, man. This is. Uh, bring us uh, out, Big G. Vincente, can't thank you enough for coming in, man. Uh, can't can't wait to see you kick some ass in two weeks. Thank you for the picks. Yeah, really, really brother. awesome job, thank man. You. For uh, Natalie back at Gas Digital, for Ben Castro, for Kristen Perello here at Podcast Junkies, for the great one. Mickey Gall, I am Gerard Michaels. My brother. This Thank has you, been brother. Slick Thank and Thick. You. Enjoy Appreciate the rest it. of Gas Digital. And by the way, share this video with a friend. And if they want to check out Gas Digital for free, they can use the code SNT30. SNT30 for 30 free days of Gas 30 Digital. 30 free days this month. That's 30 right. free days. Get on that. Give Get it a try. Why not? Why not? Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Enjoy the rest of Gas Digital. We will see you guys Monday at 2 o'clock. Peace. Peace. Woo.